0: Hey, what's up? And welcome. You're listening to Sneak Up on the Pedestrian Podcast Network. Proudly brought to you by Platypus Shoes. Sneak Up will keep you in the know across things like music, art, dance, or our culture. Those little thoughts that sneak up in your brain, we're going to chat about them. My name is Jack, your host and avatar for all these epic conversations that we're set to have together. With Fashion Week just going down in Sydney and Melbourne's Fashion Week fast approaching, today we'll be delivering an episode all about the events and the people that go to them. Nowadays, is it more about being seen than the fashion itself? If you listen to our episode on music festivals post-New South Wales election, you'll know the structure here. If not, we're basically going to be breaking it down and explaining everything in layman's terms. So, on that note, I'd like to welcome Pedestrian TV Style Editor, Melissa Mason. Mel, thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me. That's alright.
0: So... Mel, maybe the best way to start this is for you to give us a bit of a rundown on who you are and why we should be listening to you.
1: <laughs> sure. So I've been the Senior Style and Features Editor at Pedestrian TV for two and a half years now, which is a really long time. I have a background in fashion. I've been a fashion sort of writer for quite a few years, beauty writer before that. So always kind of in this world, but very much from an industry perspective of writing about fashion. Uh In my personal life, I mean, I'm into fashion, I'm probably more into a sort of vintage 70s aesthetic, Mm -hmm. uh, which has been my thing for about two years now. I just love anything with a flared sleeve, any sort of (laughs) bell-bottom pant, any platform shoe, give it to me hook it to my veins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Well, that sounds like more than enough qualifications for us to be having this conversation. Thanks. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> so now getting into Fashion Week, um, for someone that's never been like myself, what exactly is it for? Like what sort of purpose does it serve for everybody?
1: Yeah, look, Fashion Week. So there's actually obviously Fashion Weeks all around the world and they all land, they all go back to back. And the idea of that is firstly that all the brands globally are showing off their new collections together at the same time in a way but it's also so that editors buyers globally can just travel the world in one month essentially right okay look at all the different collections coming out pretty cushy job (laughs) not a job that i have yeah but there are definitely people you know your u.s outlets your european outlets those kinds of people would be going everywhere Mm. for you know pretty much an entire month if not more uh, so, specifically to Australia, MBFWA is, you know, technically about showing the resort collections for the coming season to buyers and editors so that they can go, okay, well, these this is the trends that are coming out. These are the collections I am you know, looking forward to uh, for buyers. Obviously, they're looking at buying into certain pieces and stocking their stores with those uh, for editors of magazines in particular, because we'll get to that in a minute, but it's very different yep. for digital. They're going, okay, well, I'm doing my, my you know, editorials for spring, summer now, and I need items for that. And this is what to expect. And they can sort of start to like creatively assess how they're going to style things. And that's what it's really meant to be for. But what's kind of happened is with the rise of digital, obviously someone like me, I'm working to the minute. So if I'm writing about, kitten heels today or you know the newest lot of sneakers that are coming out Mm -hmm. I will be looking online right now like I don't care what's happening in three months time because my readers want to know what they can buy online right this second Uh, and obviously there's a lot of digital brands now out there so essentially things are changing so some of the brands will actually have collections that they're showing that you can buy right this second which I think is to keep up with that digital you know, sort of movement. Uh, but it also has meant that you've got digital influences and people that are sort of projecting a certain style. And we're not just following magazines to tell us what's cool and what's not cool. We're looking to the minute, to our Instagrams, to our Facebook pages, to Tumblr, to anywhere, everywhere online to see who, what people are wearing right this second. And uh, that's kind of what's starting to change with MBFWA. Yeah,
0: that was about to be my follow-up question, was that social media has seen fashion and models in our faces more often than ever and, you know, influences quotation marks. Uh, How do you think that that's changed Fashion Week over the years?
1: Well, I suppose what's happened is there's what's happening outside and then there's what's happening inside. And so what's happening inside is still very much about buyers, editors, what's coming up, the projection of... What trends will be happening down the track towards the end of the year? Outside is entirely about curating your own outfits and street style photography. Uh, so when you go, it's sort of like it's been at Carriage Works. I don't know if it's been forever, but for however long I've been going, it's been there. And there's this big set of stairs, and you go down them, and at the bottom is this pool of photographers just hovering around and they're sort of waiting to see who's turning up and who's turning up is everyone from the editors and the buyers who usually aren't as fussed about how they're perceived to the street style photographers they're wearing fashionable stuff because they're fashionable people but they're not trying to get noticed so You're not going all out no so you'll see a lot of like you you know crisp white shirts and jeans and cool shoes and a nice bag. But it's like, you look stylish, but Mm. I'm probably not going to take your photo because there's nothing like wild happening here, you know? And then you'll have people that are showing up. Some of them are going to the shows. Uh, Some of them aren't, which is like a whole other thing we can get to. But (laughs) essentially just turning up in really trend-driven outfits. I I suppose trend-forward pieces, to be honest. Like things that are going to be cool this season but aren't actually 100% mass market yet so you'll see people coming down in the absolute latest sneakers and the absolute latest it bags Um, they'll be kind of a bit out there you'll see a lot of like really crazy things like I remember when like even when the whole you know bum bag thing was starting up again Hmm. and people wearing it across their body and it was like that was happening last year and it was like right before that became okay. And we yeah, were all yeah. a bit like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this going to be a thing? <laughs> I did feel
0: that way for sure. Yeah,
1: right? Um, and it's so fun. Like I think that's so fun and I love that that's what's happening. Um, and then some of those people won't actually be invited. They won't be going in. They'll literally be turning up. They'll get photographed by all of these street style photographers and, you know, on the Instagrams of other brands you know, just looking to chronicle what's happening outside mm. and then they'll head off pretty much.
0: So, why would someone do that, do you think?
1: <laughs> well, it seems really insane and like I can see how a lot of people would be like, why? Mm. <laughs> but I suppose if you're if you're really into fashion and you've got a passion for styling, uh, it's one of the best ways that you can show off your own personal brand to pretty much a global audience uh, at a time when everyone is taking notice, I suppose. So, you know, obviously digital is kind of the way to get noticed when it comes to like making a name for yourself, like we talked about before, Mm. like all, everyone can be famous these days. Everyone can be noticed for something they're good at. And I think that's something really lovely in that. So... I think for a lot of people, this is a way to go, I want to make a name for myself. If I get photographed by, you know, some of the most popular street style photographers in Australia here, if I get on the Instagram accounts of some of the big fashion brands, like fashion editorial brands out there, like if, if I can get on Pedestrian TV's Instagram, if I can get in a video that we've done, if you know, or one of the big luxury magazine brands, that can start your brand up online. So, you're going to get people following you, people taking notice of you. In an ideal world, I suppose you would get thousands of new followers and a bit of a name for yourself that you can then work on from there, like a bit of a foundation, I suppose.
0: Okay, cool. Now, some people might have heard that term street style thrown around a lot during Fashion Week and some people might not know what it is. So, Mel, what is street style? (laughs) and Why is it so huge?
1: I mean, street style is really just a blanket term for uh what people wear day to day uh it's probably a bit more dramatic than what you'd actually wear day to day but you know you walk down the street in any kind of cool area these days and you're gonna see such a mix of fashion trends uh and people take more care i think with what they put on in the morning these days a lot of people do not everyone And not every day, like me on Sunday, don't even look at me. But you know what I mean? Like in the morning, I'll go, I want to put together an outfit. Like I like fashion. I want to put together something, walk out the door. And like, it's like a creative outlet for a lot of people. So I think street style essentially is looking at a whole lot of people being creative with their outfits. Uh, But it's, it's less about trends of the now and more about people's expression of their own creativity through fashion.
0: We'll be back to our chat with Mel in two seconds, but first, here's a word from our sponsor. It goes without saying that everyone is always trying so hard to feel fresh, whether that's thinking a new way, doing something differently, or acting like someone they're not. But what if all it took was blazing your own trail? This is Sneak Up, a Platypus Shoes podcast dedicated to all kinds of people thinking like that. Now, Mel, if you were to give someone advice on how to get into the industry, I know that fashion week can seem very intimidating and people might be like oh well I can't possibly attend something like that who am I but what are the different ways that someone could go about getting their foot in the door
1: look it's going to be completely different depending on whether you want to be known for your style and you want to make a name for yourself as a fashionable person which is totally cool and people should do that or if you want to get into the full-on industry side of things so if we go with the first one I think that you have to curate your Instagram feed. You have to stick to a theme. So, if you're into like 80s, you know, prom, queen, gone bad, like pick something so specific that you love. Is
0: anyone into that? Oh, my God,
1: yes. I'm really, really into that. Cool. Not uh, My aesthetic is not that, but that is such a mood to me. Um, <laughs> you know, but like be really specific. Like I always describe my style as like sort of like – Sad Woodstock girl who, you know, has like found a bunch of clothes in a thrift shop. (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like just, I do, actually, just, yeah. Sometimes I'll refer to myself as like um, 70s primary school teacher as well. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I've heard you say that before.
1: <laughs> but, you know, like just be quite specific about what kind of an image you're projecting because I think people, you know, the whole thing with Instagram and style is that you want to be more of a micro-influencer because that's how you make carve your own space or carve into a space that's a little bit niche so you don't get lost in the mix if that makes sense so I think be specific and stick to it and show it off in your Instagram feed I know lots of girls on Instagram that I follow that are really like you know that might be really into bright clashing prints and that's all they do and they and they, they clearly have a passion for it you have to have a passion for it as well which obviously is like point number two and it just shows through their feed and I always know what I'm going to get from them. And that's like, I like that style. I want to see that from them. I don't want to see them doing that. And then next week they've just got like a minimalist outfit on because that's not my thing, you know? And then I think you do need to go to these sorts of things, show up at fashion week and just, you know, wear a killer outfit and get papped by some street style photographers and put up your own photos. I think that is really important and it, seems ridiculous but the end result is that you know British Vogue had people out this year taking photos really? and I saw yeah and I saw friends of mine with their like peak getting into street style galleries in England wow. and that's huge for Australia you know we're quite far away from where all the big fashion stuff's happening overseas so if you can get your name into British Vogue pretty damn good mm. and then I think if it's industry it's a totally different approach and It's working from the ground up. It's being an assistant or an intern first. Don't intern for a million years. I think always know your rights. Know your worth. You know, I think that's a big conversation that's happening now and I think it's an important one. But at the same time, if you know nothing about the industry, you kind of do need to be an intern to like suss the lay of the land first and for yourself to know if it's actually something you want to do because everything looks glamorous from the outside. But from the inside it's hard work and a lot of like people are often like, oh, your job seems cool. You're just like at events all the time and like having so much fun. But it's like, I mean, you would see this. I'm here most of the time. Like I'm in the office at my computer (laughs) most days. Then every few days I'll go to an event for an hour, but it's not constant events and partying and champagne, you know? And then, you know, again, the industry is so, multifaceted. So, do you want to be a designer? Do you want to be a buyer? Do you want to be a fashion editor? Do you want to be a stylist? They are all different roles. And I think working out which one of them you want to be via interning, talking to people, networking, all of that's really important. So, I guess for someone that wants to get into the industry, if I were to just blanketly kind of (laughs) talk about that because it's a much more complex conversation, I think... Networking. So, and networking as a term sounds so stupid, but what it really means is just meeting people, being a nice person, not being an asshole and uh, not burning bridges and just staying in touch, whether that's just following them on Instagram and, uh, you know, finding yourself someone that you respect who maybe wants to like catch up for coffee every couple of months to see how you're going and that sort of thing. And working hard and not expecting to get everything all at once because it is a quite a long journey. I've been in this industry for ten years now and I'm now a senior fashion editor who has a pretty cushy job, but it took a while to get there,
0: you mm, know. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Mel, that is so much fantastic information.
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's all right.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. Now, to provide a bit of insight into the latest trends of this year's Fashion Week, we're joined by Lucinda Price, fellow pedestrian staff and InstaCoin. So, Luce, welcome to the show.
2: Hello, Jack, darling. <laughs>
0: Hello. So, Luce, as someone who spent plenty of time at Fashion Week this year, I was hoping to get some insight from you on what was particularly hot. Who were your favourites of the year?
2: <gasps> Shout-outs. My absolute favourite this year was Double Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Their show was on Wednesday and... It was, so that's sort of like in the middle of fashion week. So you've geared up, everyone's in the groove, and it was held at the Chinese Gardens in the city um is that what they're called yeah the chinese friendship garden yeah yeah. that's what i'm missing friendship and it was a vibe of friendship so what they did is they'd get people to walk through in groups so usually at a lot of fashion shows as you would know there's people in rows first row second row third row and it's very hierarchical whereas in this case you'd walk through in groups and it wasn't dictated by who you were so i was in i was there with like um kelly rush Kelly Rush? No, that's not her name. Edwina, the ex... (laughs) See how much I know? I think she was like the ex-editor of Vogue Australia or something. And I'm there like doing an Instagram live for Pedestrian. There's a hundred people tuning in. I'm just saying this is hilarious. Um, But the collection itself was beautiful. Double Rainbow um, (laughs) is... I love it because it's a Sydney brand and it's so colourful. But this seemed a bit more... The palette was a bit darker this time. um, And there was definitely sort of like... The influence of the gardens—it just seemed like the perfect marriage. The collection seemed to mimic the serenity of the gardens, and they were playing like really serene music. Um, it was just—it was just a great experience. And a lot of people who've been to a lot of fashion weeks were saying that it's one of the best shows they've ever seen. Cool. So.
0: Yeah, that breaks the norm of that sort of traditional runway show that we see all too often.
2: Totally, that awkward. Uh, who are you? Yeah. Like a lot of those shows, it's more looking at the people that are sitting next to you than the models. Let's be mm. honest. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this was this was the first time I've been to a fashion show or been to you know even outside Carriage Works. It's the first time where I've seen people interact with each other in a really in a way that wasn't like looking over their shoulder for the next person they can look at or whether they're getting their photo taken. Right, it was nice. Oh, and. There was rocky terrain, so people had to wear sneakers.
0: Oh, so, cool. So, like,
2: it wasn't a show where you wanted to wear heels. No,
0: I can imagine not. The Chinese <laughs> Garden of Friendship isn't a heel-friendly place, I'm it's sure. It's not. Actually, on that note, it wouldn't feel right going a whole episode about Fashion Week without talking about sneakers. Yes. Were there any particular styles or brands that were everywhere this year?
2: Yes. So, I saw a lot of, like, loud sneakers. There weren't mm-hmm. really any sort of white sneakers. Mm-hmm at this Fashion Week, um, I saw a lot of the Gucci Flash Trek embellished sneakers. You know, there's really yeah, expensive ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, more sort of like loud Nike sneakers. Mm. Um,
0: kind of like a dad sneaker kind of vibe?
2: More like, more like I think of like men in, bl- men in black alien style. Cool. So, like, imagine what an alien looks like, but it's a shoe and it's colourful. Right. Okay. I saw a lot of that because there was so much colour at this at this Fashion Week, um, like, did you see how many people were wearing lilac suits?
0: I did, yeah, There was, yeah. like,
2: five lilac suits on day one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, in terms of sneakers, yeah, colourful sneakers. Um, and, I mean, just looking at this Fashion Week compared to even five years ago, I can't imagine people wearing sneakers, whereas now it's kind of, like, normal to wear them. Yeah, yeah. I did see Pip Edwards, who is an absolute favourite, I love her style, um, was wearing, like, Converse. Mm-hmm. Vi- um, not vintage Converse they, they look like they were custom made Converse which are really cool. cool they had a bit of a flat form mm. so I thought that that was quite quite nice yeah
0: fun so the tip is very loud sneakers this year
2: loud sneakers comfort but colour
0: cool I love it mm. excellent well thank you so much for coming on the show Luce I really appreciate it
2: a quickie but a goodie jack as always
0: <laughs> 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 so there you have it another episode of Sneak Up Hopefully you got something out of that concise little breakdown and might consider an appearance at next year's Fashion Week. (laughs) See you in British Vogue, hey? For all things sneakers, especially those alien-esque ones that Lucinda was talking about, chuck a follow to Platypus at platypus underscore sneakers to stay in the loop. And while you're at it, maybe Pedestrian TV too, at Pedestrian TV. And to stay in the loop on all things sneak up, don't forget to subscribe to the Pedestrian Podcast Network. I'll be back in a fortnight, but till then, keep it sneaky. (laughs) we <laughs>